This is episode 124 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, it was two years ago today. It was August the 10th of 2020. What a great year that was. Everybody remember 2020? Yeah, so great. I was walking in my backyard and I was on the phone with my son. He was in downtown Des Moines, which is about 30 minutes west of me. So the weather comes through Des Moines before it gets to us. And my son is telling me, Dad, Dad, it's really, really windy. Dad, it's raining so hard. Dad, the trees are, they're going to snap. And he's giving me this blow by blow. And I'm thinking, come on, you're, you're just kind of, you're exaggerating. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Then he says to me, Dad, they're telling us to go down to the lower levels. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you know, it's whatever. It's whatever. And I'm walking around my backyard. I had just mowed, and I was just picking up some things, a few branches here and there. And my other son was home with me, and after a little bit, it started to get a little dark out. And I, you know, I was done talking to my son. I hung up, and I was kind of keeping an eye out for the weather. And all of a sudden, these dark clouds just kind of rolled right in, and then the wind just picked up out of nowhere. And I told my other son, I said, come on, let's get this patio furniture into the garage. I mean, we, we no sooner got the last little thing into the garage, and I'm telling my son, get in there, get in there. I run in, I close the door, and as I'm closing the garage door, I hear a transformer pop just down the street. And my son Mitch and I are standing in the garage. The light went off. It was the middle of the day. It was like, I don't know, probably 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And the electricity went off. It would not come back on for six and a half days. It was called the derecho. And that derecho just whipped through the state of Iowa, went all the way through a couple states, through Illinois to Indiana. And my son and I came in the house. We ran downstairs. We didn't know what it was. We'd never, I had never heard of a derecho before. I was certain it was a tornado. We ran down the stairs and we were down there. It, it took like 45 minutes to go through. When we came up, the amount of devastation up and down our street through all of our backyards, unbelievable. I had uh, half of one of my trees in my backyard in three different pieces. Another huge limb laid across my entire patio. There were branches down all over the place. Trees looked like they had just gotten shredded, like somebody just plucked them out of the ground and shook them around and stuck them back in the ground. I mean, it was it was incredible, everything that was all over the place. And it it took months to clean up, months and months. The city of Cedar Rapids, which is just east east of us, took a really bad hit and they lost like 30% of their of their tree line and in fact the city was going to be a little bit warmer through the rest of that summer because there was so little shade throughout Cedar Rapids anyway i thought about this as i was reading my passage for this weekend now i've been off for two sundays and i'm coming back to john chapter 15 And this whole series in the Upper Room Discourse has led us to John chapter 15. And I was reading it today, and I want to read it to you. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father, he's the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. 
down into verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like, and get this, get this, and I just picture, I picture our entire community after that derate show flew through here and all of the work we did and the nights that we were without electricity and all of the cleanup. Because in verse 6 it says, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. And if that were written today, such branches are picked up, uh, fed into the chipper, and destroyed. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. You know, all those branches that were down in our yards, they were worthless. They weren't attached to the trees anymore. And what do you do when a branch isn't attached to a tree? That branch is dead. It's worthless. Cut it up for firewood, right? Run it through the chipper. Take it out to the edge of town and put it into the big dump where they grind it all up and spread it out on the fields. It's useless. Once the branch leaves the tree or once a branch leaves the vine, it's useless. It's not going to bear any fruit. And God says, I want you to bear a lot of fruit. Pastor, this is what we do, right? This is our entire life. This is our calling, that we would bear fruit. My question to you is, have you been fruitful? And I'm not just talking about, you know, evangelism notches on your holster. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about fruitfulness in your life. Has the Spirit of God been in power, been working through you and producing kingdom fruit for Jesus? Because the real question behind that is, are you connected to the vine? Jesus is the vine. Have you fallen off? Have you as a branch fallen off of the tree? You're no longer connected. And very quickly, the leaves just wither. They dry up. They're gone. There's no life-giving source anymore. Are you connected to the life-giving source of Jesus? Are you abiding in him? In the new NIV, it says, remain. And we learned it years ago, abide, abide in the vine, right? Abiding in Jesus. Are you experiencing that abiding life? What does that look like for you? What does that look like? Meditation, focus, prayer, scripture study, practicing the principles of Jesus, sitting in silence and in quiet with Jesus. I don't know what that looks like for you, Pastor, but I want you to see that scene of all these branches, and we watched them. We had to take them out to the side of the road, to the edge of the front edge of our yards, and stack them all up along the street so that when the big truck came along, they could, they could grab them with the big claws and they could dump them into their big dump trucks and haul them away. And it, and it took weeks for them to pick those piles up. In fact, more than weeks, a month or two, to pick up all those piles. And you could see day after day and week after week, the leaves just withering and wilting and dying. Pastor, see that picture. 
Are you the branch that's up in the tree, vibrant, green, full of life, ready to bear fruit? Or have you been chopped off? Have you come off? Have you been blown off? Are you sitting alongside of the road, just withering day after day? That's that's what ministry is like without Jesus, without the power of the risen King. Pastor, do whatever you have to do to abide, to remain, to stay connected to the vine, because it is only from the vine that we get life, and it is only from the vine that we bear fruit. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for serving. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for doing those things that nobody will ever thank you for. And if you're serving in obscurity and in a role where you get very little recognition, know that I think of you. I think of you way better. God thinks of you. I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. 